Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me on the Aspiring Cowgirl. Welcome to our program. If it is your first time joining us, welcome. Um, the Aspiring Cowgirl is all about um, talking and a faith-based um, subject about being a champion inside the rodeo arena and outside the rodeo arena. It's about being learning to be a woman of significance. If you've never heard that term before, um, throughout life and society, we've been told to be independent women. But I believe that God's word is pointing us towards not being independent, which independent means to be set apart from, but actually be connected to community and co connected in the body of Christ. And so this program is about building a strong foundation and building a house, if you will, that is a representation of us as women and that it takes us to a place where uh, we are women of dignity, of strength, and of love, which is the daughters of Christ God has created us to be. And what all that looks like in today's society. So we have been working on building a strong foundation in the last episode. So please go back if you haven't already listened to them so you can catch up and share if you know someone that is struggling in some areas and you think about them when you're listening share the episode with them so they can too follow along okay so i do want to say congratulations to all the nfr champions from a couple of weeks ago i guess it was last week so I just want to say thank you, Cowboy Channel, for um, airing the NFR all 10 days and allowing us that cannot physically be there to watch and cheer our friends on that thank you so much for um, airing it and allowing us to be able to watch it from our homes. So. I hope everybody is healthy and well, and this year has been so hard, so such a struggle for so many. And so um, today I want to talk about commitment. And what happened was, um, I apologize that this uh, podcast is a little late, Compared, I've been trying to get these out weekly, um, but I have a full-time job now, and so I've had a hard time keeping up through this um, season of Christmas because it's required for me to be at work quite a bit. So bear with me and stick with me, but I really, really like where God's taking this and teaching me, and then I'm, I'm trying to articulate what God's ha God has taught me through my journey. And so today, what happened was we've been working with a marriage ministry at our church and, and um, we got to, we've done it like, I think four or five times. And each time is a 16 to 20 week period. So we've been doing this for like a while now. So we've been through the workbook quite a few times and um I came across, well, we went through the commitment chapter, and one thing that God taught me this time was the fact that 
commitment in in that chapter he it talks about the difference between a contract or a covenant and how God wants us to have a covenant with him and what does that mean to us and that our marriage should reflect that covenant but i think it's so true in our walks with him as individuals that we need to have that mentality of a covenant so um through discussing it with our group and um, doing a little more digging and research and looking up scripture, you know, there is something that the Lord has taught or taken me deeper in, in understanding and knowledge of a covenant versus a contract. And so I wanted to share that with you today because I, one thing the Holy Spirit taught me through this, this particular time was this is what wraps your house. This is what the relationship that you have with God is the sturdy walls that you, um, that, that, you know, protect you and, and not only protect you, but wrap around you that, that you are protected. You, you have a sense of security. You have, um, you know, just, it's 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 like the walls of your house when you so how do we put the walls up so we when you put the walls up they aren't to block out they are to bring structure they're bringing stability they're bringing um a sense of security a sense of protection and so in that place um he really showed me that this covenant it, you know, how I understand our relationship to be is those walls. That is the way those, that is it. And so I wanted to share that with you. I hope I'm articulating that well for you um, to understand that what is the difference between a covenant and a contract? So a covenant is a better way to build a relationship. Um, be, and then I'm going to go through different notes that I wrote down that were, that are the differences between contract and the differences between a covenant. So we get more understanding and knowing when we get more understanding of what our relationship with Christ should look like, then we are more apt to apply it. And so that's what I want you to take away from today's um, podcast is applying and looking at things from a different perspective, um, looking at things with a deeper, let the, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you through my words and give you um, new insight to the what God's wanting to do in and through your life. So um, a contract contracts are set up for if one party doesn't fulfill the obligation to the contract the other party can back out it's that simple and a covenant means you must uphold your promise even if others do not hold up their vow or pledge so there's a lot of difference between that it's about you more than it's about them and how how often do we ask god to come into our plans like we're like this is what i want to do god bless it instead of um god what do you want me to do because i know i'll be blessed 
if I follow your lead. So there's a difference there. In Jeremiah 31, 33, God literally is speaking to the people and he says, but this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel. I will put my instructions deep within them. I will be their God and they will be my people. When God says something, it happens, right? Like he spoke life into existence. He spoke the world into existence. Like anytime God speaks it, it it's written in stone. Like it's a covenant. It is the way things are going to be. He never goes back on his word. So uh, covenant, covenant, covenants are based, they're a promise that rely on your integrity and your self-discipline. So marriage is a, a earthly resemblance of what that should look like. God takes the vows that we say to each other very, very seriously. And today's, the world has taken marriage and kind of made it a contract. Like if you don't uphold your end of the deal, then I'm out of here. And so we've got to realize that the difference, even if you're single, that your relationship with Christ is, it doesn't matter how many times you stumble. It doesn't matter how many times you, you know, make mistakes. Christ is always going to be there for you. He doesn't put it on obligation. He doesn't say, if you do this, this way, and you don't screw up, then I'll be there for you. He just says, this is the instructions that I give you to live a life of love and kindness, gentleness, like all the fruits of the Spirit. But then he also gives us instructions on how to have relationships, how to fight battles, how to get through struggles, how to overcome obstacles. And if, if you don't do it, what you would technically think is correct or not correct. It doesn't mean Christ is going to leave you. It just means he's going to help you get through to the next step. So it's a covenant based um, relationship. It's not a contract based relationship. So a covenant is a seal. It is a contract, but it is a sealed and signed contract. So, um, we have to recognize that stuff, okay? We need to recognize that there is a difference between a covenant and a contract. A contract exchanges one for, an, one for another, so, but a covenant is something you fulfill. So, you are in until you can't, you know, until the end of time, I guess, is the way you could look at it. You can opt out of a contract. A covenant is holding up your side of the promise no matter how bad times get. And so that's the way we, you know, if we can have that mentality, if we can have that understanding, then when we go to face struggles in our lives, we can stand on that promise that God will never leave me nor forsake me. He will always be there for me, and I need to be there for him also. And um, in a covenant, a covenant is about supporting, standing, and protecting 
the obligation or promise you vowed to uphold. So when you accepted Christ, you had a choice. You had a choice to accept him and receive him, or you had a choice to not. That's called free will. And in that place, if we made that promise, then it's a it's a, a vow. It's a promise. And we it is important for us to not just get into the routine of going to church is going to solve everything. Like it's about having relationship with someone. So like with Christ. So how are you speaking to the Lord? Are you just begging him to be there for you, but you're never saying, how can I be there for you? And I'm like turning it around and saying, how can I be used for your kingdom? And what are the promises? What are the plans you have um, created me for? And I want to follow that. Teach me, Lord, teach me. Being teachable in a Christian life is so huge. So I just thought that this was really good information to have at this time when we're celebrating Christ. We want to celebrate Christ. And I have to admit, when I was younger, we only went to church maybe on Christmas and maybe on Easter. And in some place, we need to change that. We need to go, no, we're, you know, I'm all in. And when I rededicated my life five years ago, that's what I meant when I said yes to the Lord. The Lord was asking me to follow him and to to be his. And I said yes. And when I said that yes, it changed everything in my life. Like I decided I am going to live my life for him and not just for me. I sacrificed my selfishness and what I wanted for my plans or what I thought I was going to lose. I sacrificed all that to say I want to be all in, Lord. And when I made that promise, sometimes he'll remind me, what was your yes? You know, and he'll say that to me. And I have to reevaluate, re-self-evaluate. Where am I? How am I walking? What am I doing in my life? Am I glorifying him or am I just being selfish? And so there's been some times I have to eat a little crow, I guess you'd say, and uh, ask for forgiveness because I've taken up that selfishness again, and I want to do it my way, and I don't want it my way. My way is not better than his way, and so, and I think all of you would agree with me on that. So, when we accept Christ and we surrender our lives, we we are submitting our lives to Christ, and a lot of today's society don't like the word submit, and I I was that person at one time and submit to me meant um, I didn't want somebody controlling me like I was going to have to back down and I was about I didn't want to be I wanted to control my life. I didn't want um, my husband to control me in a in a like in a fatherly way like I really had an issue every time he kind of made me accountable to certain things because I was like, you are not my dad, you know, and um, I would, you know, really resist his, um, you know, authority. And it wasn't a healthy place for our marriage. So, um, you know, we don't want to be, that's where the woman of independence come in. I used to say that all the time. I'm independent. You don't tell me what to do. Well, it's not about controlling and when it comes to submission. It, it's about surrendering. 
And it's about, I want the Lord to be, I want the Lord to be Lord over my life. I don't want, I know that I am humble enough to say, the Lord knows better than I what I need in my life. And when we try to do things as an independent, we are disconnecting ourselves from the body of Christ. And we don't want to do that. We have to be really careful what we're saying in our lives. It doesn't mean you can't be a woman of strength. It doesn't mean you can't be a woman that um, is capable of much. It just means we don't want to be separate from the Lord, and we don't want to be separate from community because we are the body of Christ. We want to be united. We want to strengthen each other. If you have strong women in your life, you will be a stronger woman. If you have no one, no friends, no nobody you can talk to God, talk about God with, you know, bounce things off, then you are separated. And that's not a good place to be because God created us for community. He got, he created us for relationships. So I just feel like this podcast today is really about um, self-evaluating your relationship with Christ and how committed are you to that relationship with Christ. And then to go on, um, let's see, the that sacrifice, the sacrifice Christ paid was the price to, that was set for me and you to be free from the clutches of this broken world. So we have to realize that Christ has already made the sacrifice. He's already paid the price. And we do no, not long, no longer have to live as in this broken world. We, we can live set apart and we can overcome the obstacles of this broken world um, by being the daughters of Christ that he created us to be, okay? Um, we are set free from having to think or be like the world thinks or in, encourage us to act like. So they, you know, the world says, you know, you should look a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way. And God says, no, nope, I created you to be unique in who you are. And it doesn't look like anything like what they're saying. So um, we are free to have more understanding. And this, this new understanding completely wraps around us, allowing us to know who God is and how he thinks of us. So when we get into scripture, it's so important that we read scripture and get more understanding of what God has planned for us. He, he has so much more. I didn't realize for years, I thought it would be boring to be a Christian. I thought I'd have to give up all the fun I was having. I thought, you know, I would have to, and it's been more of an adventure filled with more joy since I've been full-heartedly following him. So I'm just a walking testimony of there is more to this life than what I thought I knew. And 
wow, is it worth every bit of surrender? So, uh, we have, we no longer have to believe God will leave me the next time I do something wrong. So again, it's just reiterating, you know, I'm going to make mistakes. It's not about if you make mistakes, it's about when you are going to make mistakes, but he has grace for you in those places and you need to relax and relax the control that you feel like you have to have um, to be perfect in his sight because he sees you even when you're dirty. You know, like even when you're, um, I'm, what I mean by that is like when you're baptized or when I got baptized, it was felt like all was washed off of me, all my um all the sins, all the crap that I had done for so many years that I had guilt over and stuff like that. And I got rededicated, re-baptized, and I just felt like it all washed off of me. And so it's just an amazing feeling um, of relief and release that the weight of the, the enemy had put on me. And it was all relaxed and it was all released when I rededicated my life and rebaptized. So if you haven't been baptized for a really long time, um, there is nothing in scripture that says you can't be baptized again. And so maybe it's a season that you could maybe do that and you, you might feel something different. You know, you might be at a different stage in your life where you're, you're ready where you weren't really ready before. So I just wanted to encourage you um, in this place that, you know, just about how much um, commitment you're walking in and being in. And that at this time of the season, when we're celebrating Christ, what a gift he would receive if we would rededicate our, our lives to him. And be willing to follow him in that place. So we're going to end here today. And I hope that you received um, encouragement from today's podcast. If you did and you want to ask any questions or you want to just, you know, get in contact with me, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com. You can um private message me on Facebook. Um, So there's lots of stuff, you know, lots of ways to get connected. And I would love to hear from you. And um, please be encouraged and have a very Merry Christmas. And really try to keep focused on what um, this season is all about. We are walking into a new year. Um, so do you have your 2021 goals set? If you don't and you would like help um, in trying to clarify what those are, I'd be happy to get on the phone with you. So email me and let me know that that's what you're wanting to do. And I would be happy, I'd be happy to help you set up your goals for next year and, um, and start building uh, the woman of significance, the woman of strength, the Proverbs 31 woman that you want to be and what you want to accomplish. And a lot of that sometimes God will use in our talents and gifts. And we, you know, as rodeo people or Western heritage type 
people that we we live in the western way of life and sometimes that means using our talents and gifts um for next year's goals he's going to use us in those places so um let's not waste uh, the talents and gifts that he has bestowed upon us and let's use them to our full p- potential so um again have a very merry christmas thank you for listening and please share the podcast i would love to hear from you thank you talk to you soon bye